Hello and welcome to episode two of The Long Haul. I'm your host, Seth Ashelman. Uh, it is 8.06 on November 17th of 2022. And uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So just to make it clear, uh, I reviewed the last podcast and it was kind of all over the place. So today I'm going to try and uh, make it clear and concise um, and kind of tell you about my life tell you why I think you should continue to stay engaged with this podcast. Um, so I know I answered this, but I want to, I, I know I answered this question yesterday, but I just kind of want to hone in on it now. So as a listener, why should you listen to me? Why should you listen to a 20 year old from Mooresville, North Carolina, that it was a co- a D three college basketball player. So my answer to you is, Regardless of where you are in life, if you are the sorority girl in college or this high performer basketball player, or if you are in high school and have no idea with your direction of your life, I'm in the same boat. I'm just kind of piecing it together as I go Um, and just kind of want to talk about my experiences throughout life. And I really, the goal, once again, is to help everyone become the best versions of themselves. So right now it's a broad audience. I'm hoping to become specified in the future. But the way I can reach the masses is through mental health at this time. So I briefly touched on it last time, but it really just kind of boils down to how I have felt my whole life um, and how I've been perceived as kind of like this quote-unquote normal or cool guy, Um, and I mean, I'm appreciative of that, but that doesn't mean that I can't improve, and I just kind of feel misunderstood. So, honestly, I just kind of want to start at square one and start with my life. So, taking it way back to the Great Depression, uh, my grandfather on my dad's side was born in the Great Depression. Um, he was the most frugal person you could possibly meet. And he was a genius at the same time. So he didn't, I'm pretty sure he didn't even graduate from high school. And uh, he became, to, or he turned in he, uh, into this great um, construction company owner. And him and his wife, Betty Jo, had four kids, and my dad was the last one. Uh, So they were brought up in this environment and of being frugal, of having money but not spending it, and being very specific and being on it. So my dad, from a young age, had a ton of specific tasks. And when I say specific, I mean my seven-year-old dad would have to be on construction job sites with my dad with my grandfather and be responsible for painting a wall properly and if he wasn't painting a wall properly back then they would get beat or whatever it is so that creates a whole it creates a lot of anger and confusion and discipline but also you got to be on your shit at the same time like because if you paint the wall correctly, everything's going to flow smoothly for that short period of time. 
So my dad was raised in that environment. Um, but I started telling you about my dad's side first because the picture of that on the podcast is, um, it, we call it the 40. So my grandfather and, um, his wife, Betty Jo, would consistently get kicked out of state parks for, uh, shooting guns, lighting shit on fire, camping, fireworks, anything you could think of that would piss off like a state trooper, they did. So my grandfather was like, you know what, fuck this. He's like, I'm going to go buy my own property in the middle of nowhere. So he did his due diligence and he found this place in the middle of nowhere. And when I say the middle of nowhere, I mean, there's like 400 acres of a federal forest that is protected. And then there's our 40 acre little property in Indiana, in the middle of nowhere. No service, no nothing, even to this day. So I grew up there. We would consistently go up there, and four-year-old me was given the freedom to go roam, and roam around in the middle of the woods in Indiana. And that does something to you as a child. It just gives you that sense of independence and growth and allows you to really just bust your ass. Like, not, or sorry, not bust your ass. Like, you... You got to learn, like, if you step on the wrong rock, like, there may be a snake under it. Or, you know, then eventually my dad trusted us with BB guns to go down there. And, like, you got to be able to shoot the be able to shoot the squirrel without hitting the tree and having it bounce back and hit your sister or whatever. So, great childhood. It was really funny just being in there. Uh, there's no power, no electricity, or sorry, no power, no water. And I slept in a wood. It's a... Tin roof cabin. Uh, it, I guess this was four weeks ago now, so like the late October, and it was consistently freezing the six days we were down there. But that's neither here nor there. So that's like my dad's side a little bit. Um, it's it's really difficult to fit all this information in ten minutes. Uh, so my mom's side is not as exciting in my opinion. Um, she was adopted. Um, her adopted parents gave her up, and she was. Put into a family in Clinton, Iowa, which is in the middle of nowhere, and she was given to a family that was broke. She was on food stamps her sophomore year. She was consistently in a negative environment, and her only option truly was gymnastics. But I believe it was her sophomore year. She used to be really, or no, it was a eighth grade summer, so going into into high school. She was shorter than everyone, and like had a no signs of puberty and she grew like five inches and developed in puberty and then so being taller in gymnastics is not great so she had she would be it would be like comparable to being like five six in basketball she had to work even harder than everyone um throughout high school and she ended up winning something crazy like i think it was like 20 20 state championships or something because in gymnastics you can win state championships for each individual meet um, and then she went to Ball State, and then she met my dad, I guess it was in 2000 or so. So there's some time where she was, my mom's a shit, honestly. In the exercise science world, she's the shit. She was she was working out and training Reggie Miller uh, when Reggie Miller was going on his shooting splits, and, like, the Pacers were fighting the Bulls. So... Basically, what I'm saying is, I only got a couple minutes left. Being raised in that environment, it makes you feel like you got big shoes to fill. And I was 
always feeling like I had to bust my ass. I mean, I consistently had to do a couple hours of chores every weekend before I could do anything. And you're like, oh, that's so normal, blah, blah, blah. And I completely agree with you. I hated it in the moment, but it, it treats, it gives you discipline and makes you organized. Because if I wanted to go to the bowling alley or go play basketball or whatever, I had to go do this stuff. Just like in the business world, you have to do some certain stuff that's high priority. So I got 90 seconds left. But if I had to summarize this, I'm sharing the story. I'm slowly going to be sharing my story. And what I'm saying about all of this is I want to emphasize to everyone that everyone has their own problems and everyone has their own upbringing. And I'm trying to share with the the general community that I really am a normal person, but I'm trying to see over this next nine-month period if I can monetize myself because I am a 6'6", D3 college basketball player that could do well in the fitness industry, but I don't want to be just like a, like a sex symbol in the way that Bryce Hall is or like you just post or all these other like kind of bullshit social media influencers are on TikTok and Instagram. Like I don't want to just be taking shirtless pics of me flexing. Like I just don't think that does anything. I want to be teaching the fitness and mental health together. I want to be influential in that regard because I don't think enough people, quote unquote, normal people are sharing their mental health journey because of, I don't know why. I just, I want to change the stigma, not only for men, but also for women. And I believe this is how I can do it throughout my journey. So thank you. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow.